This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. A lot of features are there, and we give them away. So go and enjoy freetalklive.com. And joining you here tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. All right. So, of course, you can bring up anything, 855-450-FREE. Also, we bring things to the table to talk about as well. And, Mark, you're going to start us out here tonight with a story about a Muslim girl in college and what happened to her. Well, it's uh, kind of a uh, you know surprising story, I would say. In 2008, African-American Muslim student... Excuse me on this one. Balayala um, Amhad <laughs> enrolled in uh, Connecticut's University of Bridgeport with hopes of becoming a chiropractor. Instead, she became the victim of a sexual harassment suit and oh, no. uh, di- distressed by the repeated sexual advances and graphic offense, uh, offensive comments of a male student. So wait, she was the victim of sexual harassment by this male student. That's correct. Saying. Okay. And Ahmad uh, reported the harassment and fears for her safety to multiple teachers who urged her to say nothing. And finally, the university's president and dean. The dean told Ahmad, my hands are tied. What do you suggest I do? Rather than Their having... hands are tied? <laughs> it's I th- wait a minute. I thought that colleges were you know, kind of progressive places where you know they took rape really seriously. I know that on the college campus here in town, they have like these little light posts where you can go and press a button if someone's coming after you or something and it'll you know ring up the the college campus security and this blue light flashes and like they they have a whole system in in place to uh, to handle violent uh, situations I, I i'm surprised by this this is the claims from uh, think progress and uh, written by tanya summander so wow. you know i mean i i can only read what i could read this is a uh, you know a reputable organization and i you know i, I wasn't there my hands are tied they say indeed rather than having her claims uh, addressed ahmad received allegations of her own learning of her report ahmad's harasser decided to falsely accuse her of terrorism to the mm. fbi oh boy Rather than fully investigate what was happening, the University of Bridgeport just expelled Ahmad altogether. After reporting the sexual harassment on, uh, in April 2009. So she was expelled, but nothing happened to the alleged harassment. That's correct. So it would seem to me that, now look, I get it. There's always the question of he said, she said, if somebody is alleging uh, sexual harassment. But it would make sense to hear at least hear the case, right? I mean, if somebody alleges these things are happening... If all they have is their allegations, then, yeah, I guess that's a pretty weak case. But if somebody else heard it happen, then they've got a stronger case, right? And if there's audio recording of it happening, then it's a real Audio's, strong case. Audio uh, is pr- probably a good idea, but some states make it illegal for you to, to record, people. To record um, interactions where both parties don't have consent. I don't know about Connecticut's laws. Um, I know that you know New Hampshire is one of those states. So, I mean, this guy heard about the allegations, so I wonder how the word ended up getting back to him, this, this Maybe alleged somebody, harasser. Uh, you know, had, had a little talk with him. Mm, okay, so maybe there was some action that was taken. Yeah, who knows what that means? I right. mean, clearly it wasn't enough. They just expelled the girl. Yeah, and then so he decided that uh, well, she's either going to take my harassment and keep her mouth shut, or I'm going to report her to the FBI. And he did. Right. Um, later, two FBI agents knocked on Ahmad's apartment door, questioned her, and left a business card. Is this after she was expelled? This is, yeah. Okay. Um, according to the lawsuit, she said she learned that her harasser, his associates, had fabricated a story falsely accusing her of being a terrorist and apparent retaliation for having made a sexual harassment complaint against him. Mm. 
Hamad was uh, racially profiled and discriminated against because of her race, color, ethnicity, identity as an African-American Muslim and labeled a terrorist based on false accusations provided by the harasser and adopted without adequate investigation by the university. The lawsuit states... Ahmad asked the university to provide her with an off-site proctor for her exams, but she said the university told her in 2009, April, that her sexual harassment complaint had been closed and she was being referred to a disciplinary committee. In June, she said the university dismissed her. Hmm. So, Ahmad didn't get her money a, back either. I don't know. Generally, they don't, right? Um, she claims that the university showed deliberate indifference to her plight and that uh, they even recklessly disseminated false accusations by the harasser that had uh, good reason to believe that they were unreliable and uh, threatened her with arrest by the FBI. So, you know, <laughs> it looks like by all accounts here, the university really acted in a strange fashion. But I think that this is to some extent what one deals with with being a Muslim in the United States. I mean, there are it's a it is a class of people that uh, for whatever reason it seems to be okay to say th- bad things about and that kind of thing. Um, there's you know all kinds of reports you can see them on the news of uh, people trying to drive Muslims out of their community. They don't want mosques open and things like that. It's horrible. Well, I mean, you know, it's a it's a house of worship by a particular segment of people. I figure if you're not going to let one of them, you shouldn't let any of them. You mean any any churches? That, that seems to be. Well, that's not what this country is supposed to be about. Not it's supposed, supposed to be, to be about freedom of religion, meaning that you should be free to have your religion and that you shouldn't necessarily, especially by a public organization like a college, be discriminated against because of it. I now, no one no one told her we're kicking you out because you're a Muslim. Well, they they're kicking it. They, they told her they're kicking out because of the uh, complaints that she's a terrorist yeah. and she happens to be Muslim. And it's a lot easier to level the complaint the, uh, the the accusation of terrorism at a Muslim than it is at you know your average right. person. So apparently, it doesn't matter that she wasn't found guilty of actually committing any sort of crime regarding terrorism. It's so, just the allegations were enough to to uh, cut her loose. Huh? And this girl wears the hijab, which I suspect was probably the. So a headdress of some sort that's the yeah the whole thing okay um the muslim lady outfit thing and you know it's not quite a burqa but right. it's, it's uh it's along the same line and i suspect that's where it probably all started is you know here's a person who looks different let's pick on her so and the hijab just to uh, describe what it uh, it looks like it's basically it doesn't cover the face it is a it's a kind of a co- full covering for the head basically mm-hmm. but not not for the face kind of looks like a colorful nun outfit yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, or maybe not colorful, but it depends. Yeah, it, it, it dep- right. The color isn't always black and white. Right. You know? right, right. And, I, you know, I, I, could, I feel for this girl. I feel like it's, uh, you know, this is, this is a bad situation, and it probably wouldn't have happened if she had fit into what sort of people would consider Western culture. You mean not worn the hijab and made right. herself look like your average college girl with the you know sweatpants or whatever it is they wear? Or whatever a college girl happens to be wearing at yeah. the time. I wouldn't cl- claim to know what uh, college girls wear these days. but uh, I see them around here. Yeah, they're they're, they're different, do... different in different regions, though, apparently. I think that that's probably yeah. true. I think fashion tends to be that way. Right. Uh, plus, you know, it's cold up here. It's not cold in Florida. Not these so. days. It's been pretty nice winter, actually, yeah. so far. Yeah. Well, by nice, you mean it, it was it like 50 degrees today. Yeah, uh, we're not going to talk about the weather. Anyway. <laughs> so the uh, you know, poor lady. I, I guess I, I guess I want people's opinion on this. Uh, we've had people call in say things like, "We should put them all in a cage. We should ship." We haven't every heard Muslim. that in a long time. Thankfully, although uh, it's probably still out there. That was somebody's yelling it at their radio right now. Yeah, 
And um, if not, uh, you know what? How can we make it so folks with different religions, especially Muslim, the Muslim religion, can fit into American culture? How can how can we uh, you know cause folks to I, accept? Wait them? a minute! I don't even know what the what American culture means. I mean, are you? There's there is a, no American culture besides the various different subcultures that comprise it. People picked on this girl for a reason. It probably had to do right. with her dress. Probably did. Probably did. And I think that's wrong. What what happened to her? I'm I'm shocked by it. But uh, just to say that there is a an American culture, I think, isn't fair. I think because I don't think there is such a thing. I think that there's a, a small baseline level of American culture. Culture to, does tend to include language to some extent. So I mean, you can make a generalization that there is a culture for America. It tends to be different in different regions. I'll agree with you on that. It's different by whoever you talk to. I mean, at any given school, there are going to be different cliques and uh, different subcultures. I think television and media have homogenized culture to some extent too. I would agree with that statement, and I think that uh, America is supposed to be a melting pot where different cultures can homogenize or mix together and, and become something that they weren't originally. I think that's, uh, that's all true. I, it's just sad hearing this happen to this lady. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, you know, uh, what's wrong with Muslims wearing whatever they want to wear and worshiping whatever they want to worship? Just because you're a Muslim doesn't mean you're a terrorist. 855-450-FREE. And just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're not a terrorist. 1-855-450-3733. I'd like to see a little bit of evidence before somebody gets expelled like this. You can bring up what you want. Free Talk Live. Americans are losing their wealth. People are rioting in the streets. For years, the American people have ignored the assaults on our liberty. The book in plain sight, The Disregarded Truth, not only reveals the truth and the deceptive tactics that have caused the decline of our liberty, but also identifies and explains how we, the American people, can restart what was once a free America. It's time to wake up, protect our liberty, and return the government back to its proper role. It's time to know the truth. Order in plain sight. The Disregarded Truth today at Amazon.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do, dial in to the toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Get interactive on the bulletin board system. You can go there and interact with other listeners. Also, get uh, show notes and what we talked about tonight. We usually post our news stories and such over there at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs. FreeTalkLive.com. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I just don't have time to sit down with a book anymore, to carve the time out of my day to be able to sit down with a book. But I have solved the problem for myself, at least to some extent. I listen to audiobooks. I listen to quite a few audiobooks, actually. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment. They've got the category, every category you can imagine from a, a bookstore, whether it's uh, business books or classics, fiction, erotica, science fiction, everything else. Um, it, downloading books from Audible is fast, easy, and affordable. I I've done it, and so therefore I can claim that it is easy. Uh, you can go get a free download. Find out just how easy it is. Uh, go get a free download at audiblepodcast.com. That's audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. If you use that uh, particular URL, you'll get a free audiobook, and you can try out the service. There's, like I said, every category you can imagine. Uh, audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. 
So in the news, uh, apparently, is a young lady at college. Which college was it, by the way? This is uh, University of Connecticut Bridgeport. University of Connecticut Bridgeport, where she reported to college staff that she was uh, being sexually harassed by another student. Surprisingly, they apparently didn't take that report very seriously, or at least that's how the way the 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 report we read sounds. Every other news source is the same thing. And she was basically blown off, and then the, uh, the alleged sexual harasser found out about the report decided to then report this young lady to the FBI and claimed, falsely, that she was a terrorist. The university somehow found out that she'd been reported to the FBI. I guess they probably came to investigate her or something You're like calling that. her a young lady, but she is older, older than you are. She's 35. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, when I think of college girls, yeah, I think I know. I mean, it, does, it, it has that sound, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to clear it up, just to make, make certain. So, you know, like, okay, so a 35-year-old probably has a slightly less chance of being a terrorist, too. I don't know. I wouldn't say that anybody is less chance of being a terrorist if they're younger or older. Yeah, I, mean, I think if the terrorists if, don't live to the old ages. I see what you're saying, but not everybody who is a terrorist starts at age 18, Mark. I mean, what if she hadn't decided to be a terrorist until she I'm was 34? I'm only talking about statistics. I got what you're. I get what you're saying, but uh, people can get very angry and and decide to uh, to join some sort of a violent Indeed. movement at any point in their lives. I would not claim otherwise. So, but if, but she's not. There's no evidence of this. Uh, the FBI has not arrested her. She has not been convicted. She certainly hasn't been convicted of anything. But that apparently was enough. Just the simple allegations was enough to have the uh, the school kick her out. Wondering how you feel about all this at 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Bob listening in Jackson, Michigan at WKHM. Hello, Bob. How you guys doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Good. No, I, I hope this girl, you know, just sues the heck out of this uh, university. I mean, to have some guy go in and sexually harass her, and she did the right thing, she reported it, and she wants something done about it. She wants to be left alone and study and become a chiropractor. And in retaliation, this clown doesn't get told, you stay away from her or she can get a PPO against you. You stay away from her one more, you know, try to get a hold of her, try to talk to her, you're going to be kicked out. So this university took it upon themselves to go and say there's nothing we can do. Our hands are tied. And then had the FBI come in and just maybe question her, they probably had to do their job. They had to follow up on everything they do. But the university then kicks her out. Give me a break. Yeah, it's a crazy story. It's outrageous, no doubt about it, Bob. Anything else you want to share? Yeah, this, you know, it's what's with these universities. You know, it's like uh, Penn State over there. You know, these young boys uh, taken in, you know, by these coaches and whatnot, and get, you know, get their life destroyed and get raped, and then everybody, you know, the cops investigate that, and, they, and nothing is done about it, and they destroy these kids' lives for years upon years, and take all these little fourteen-year-olds in. Well, you know, even in the Penn State situation, at least that could be explained as, well, they were trying to cover up for one of their own. In this case, it's just student versus student. Uh, the, you know, I'm not saying it was right what happened. That's yeah, not State. right. It's just bizarre. Just, that's just the reason why you would see that behavior. The cops are going to cover for them. The school's going to cover for them. Uh, they're covering for the good old boys. In this case, uh, unless this college student that was the alleged uh, sexual harasser is one of the good old boys club, it doesn't make any sense. You know, yeah, I hope, yeah, exactly. And I hope there's an attorney involved. And I hope oh, they yes. go and they put this, make this, make the school understand that you go and you're ignorant enough to be a charge of a of a college like this. And you're stupid enough and ignorant enough not to do anything to the guy, but to go and get the girl out. 
you know, I hope they get exactly what they deserve. I'm with you, Bob. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number, 1-855-450-3733. The sad part about this is that the university isn't going to feel the pain as much as, uh, you know, say, like a, a, private private, a private university. I mean, it is, to, to some extent, a private. I mean, all, all universities, to some extent, are private because they're run somewhat autonomously. But, you know, the taxpayers fund this, and then all kinds of donors right. fund this. You know, money comes in pretty freely to the university system. And, uh, you know, I, I just wonder how is it going to truly affect this organization? You know, and I, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't say, for, say entirely, but I... Yeah, I, I don't that- know either. Would anybody be able to be held accountable for this? I mean, even if the university has to uh, to pay out, who ultimately made the decision to expel her? Who ultimately made the decision to uh, blow her off? To not uh, take her complaints seriously. Well, they certainly aren't clear on that. <laughs> right, but we'll, right. My question is, I don't really care who the names are, but will something happen to them? So even if the university uh, pays this, let's say she wins this court case and they pay you know, half a million dollars or something like that to her, uh, does somebody actually have to be held accountable? Is someone in the university held accountable for that? It almost looks like all they all she wants is to get back in the university, um, you know, from sort of the you know the well, action if, items. If I were the, her, I would want uh, you know to get some cash, and I'd want to go to another university. That's how I would. That's how I would feel. I'm like, hey, oh, I, if you don't be people, it's like the people that this get is kicked, how you people treat me. I'm right, out of here. Right. It's like the people that lose their jobs because of some bigotry on the part of the boss or something like that. Some sort of just total. A-holery. Yes, right. Asinity. And uh, then they still want to go back to work there? Like they want to stick it to him and go back to work for that guy? What? Get get out of there. are plenty of schools where you can go for veterinary school. Usually when I hear things like that, though, this is not veterinary. This is chiropractic. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is uh, usually when I hear stories like that, it's people wanting to go back to government jobs. So um, usually I don't hear about people yeah. wanting to go back to their private sector job. And, I have heard about it, though. Uh, yeah, there are sweet, sweet government jobs out there, and I can understand why people would want to go back to them. No doubt. Your thoughts welcome. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, people have uh, proposed in the past, just to touch back on something you mentioned before, Mark, that there should be you know, special lines for Muslims at, uh, at the airport and special Muslim identification cards and uh, things like that. And I think that's, those are really scary ideas. Like, do people who are saying those things realize what it is they're advocating? Do they realize how strikingly similar that is to oh i don't know say putting yellow stars on jewish people i i wonder about this um because i think that law enforcement needs to be able to profile if they're going to um you know stop crimes uh, you know i mean profiling makes like makes perfectly good sense to me as a form of law enforcement uh behavior but at the same time they can, you could really single people out and give them a lot of trouble uh, that don't deserve it at all. Which is what happens when law enforcement profiles people like, oh, you're black, we're going to pull you over. So then let's just screw with everybody. 855-450-FREE. No, I'd, just, I'd rather say leave everyone alone. 1-855-450-3733. You can bring up what you want. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com.
Toll-free number, 855-453, brings you on the air here on Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of this program. And joining you tonight, it's Ian here. And Mark. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that uh, we've got there for you. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And here with you tonight, uh, it's Ian. And Mark. All right. So did I already do that? <laughs> yeah, you did. I did, didn't I? And I'm not even sleepy. What, what can I tell you? Anyway, moving on. So if you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear, manventureoutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment, and much, much more. Everything you could possi- the outdoors person could possibly need. They have uh, great prices. I've had, I have a couple of friends who are really into outdoor stuff, and, and they were very impressed with the pricing there. Um, uh, some of the prices are, in fact, so low that the manufacturers won't allow them to uh, even advertise them. So go over there and check them out at manventureoutpost.com. You can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. That's FTL as in Free Talk Live, manventureoutpost.com. They're family-owned, members of the Better Business Bureau. Uh, you can get it, get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. All right. Once again, our number here, 855-450-FREE. A, um, she's still a young younger lady, a 35-year-old lady going to school in Connecticut has been expelled because someone claimed she was a terrorist. Now, no one was ever convicted of being a terrorist. Uh, in fact, she was actually under fire by another student who was harassing her sexually. She attempted to report it. The school blew it off, uh, but apparently they didn't blow off the claim that she was a terrorist and decided to expel her as a result of that. I believe she has lawyered up, right? And oh, she's, yes. She's going after the school, so I guess we'll hear more down the line about what happened. But looking at you, uh, you know, looking to you for your thoughts about this incident, but also just the general idea of profiling. Mark, you said you think the police need to be able to profile, uh, but I don't know if saying someone is a Muslim means anything about their likelihood to do anything. I don't even think that's a valuable uh, item to profile upon. I don't know either, but I think that, um, you know, that I, th- I think that you can use your eyes and your senses to find if a person is more likely or less likely to commit a crime. Now, that being said, this has been used, this has been abused world over. Uh, this sort of profiling thing, um, you know, I mean, because I can I, find you Christians who've committed crimes, too. You know, like there's plenty of that. Timothy McVeigh is a great example yeah, of terrorists exactly. that uh, would be just sort of, you know, your Western looking uh, folks. Or I how mean, about folks from uh, from Ireland, for instance? Uh, what do you? Oh, the IRA? Yeah. Eh, they're probably not doing as much as they used to be. But they my point being, many of them were likely want. religious. Right. Uh, would, it be, would it be fair to profile Catholics or Christians as likely to be, you know, bombers? No, it wouldn't. It's the same thing with Muslims. There are billions of them around the world, and most of them, the supermajority of them, are in no way, shape, or form connected to violence. Period. Absolutely. Right. I mean, it's absolutely a true statement. So uh, that's all I'm saying is that it's just not – if you're going to profile somebody, don't profile them based on their religion. That's, that doesn't make any sense at all. 855-450-FREE, unless their religion is openly advocating the murder of, uh, of innocent people. And despite whatever propaganda you've heard, Orthodox Muslims don't advocate that. I think that the real problem comes in when using the police uh, in a way that they shouldn't be used, which is trying to prevent crime. Uh, p- police are 
essentially there as an organization to whom to report crime. If a crime has occurred that a person, you know, needs to be punished for it or whatever, needs to be caught, apprehended, uh, you know, investigated, and then needs to be punished for that crime as opposed to let's prevent crime. And we'll prevent crime through use of force. We'll, convent, we'll prevent crime by uh, restricting everybody's liberty at once, not creating atmospheres where people are less likely to commit crime, but creating you know, sort of these uh, more totalitarian situations. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with the idea of having some cruisers uh, r- roll around and the idea That's of not that what they I'm might talking about prevent as crime. To, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't care if uh, cops drive around in vehicles that... Uh, you just mean not like arresting someone on a pre-crime kind of thing. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the airport, which is where people tend to uh, think about security. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they've... Well, one lady said the other day, I don't know if you saw the video of uh, Kelly Voluntarius going to, the T- going to Manchester Airport. Uh, you can see it over at freekeen.com. In fact, there's a much better video that's now online with multiple angles and it's been well edited. So if you want to, if you haven't seen it yet, you should go and take a look at that. But there was one lady who said, well, she pretty much the only defender of the police state. Most people were very receptive uh, to Kelly. She was there in her lingerie. She took off her clothes and uh, was, was handing out information to people. Most of people were very receptive. They were very happy to see her. Uh, lots of smiles. And... There was one lady, though, that uh, wasn't so happy, and she basically said, well, old ladies could have bombs. And she was very in favor of having the TSA check, check everybody. I understand um, you know, why somebody might feel that way, but when you think about, for a second, the TSA has been around, what, 10 years now. They have not yet caught a single terrorist. That's the reason they're there. And what they about haven't... the shoe bomber? Sorry, the, the shoe bomber wasn't caught by the TSA. Um, yeah, that's true. Wasn't the shoe bomber trying to set off his shoe? Yeah, in that's the, true. Be right. I think the fact <laughs> wasn't is... Wasn't there some guy they took off a plane once upon a time? Not the TSA. Maybe, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you're talking about air marshals or something like, like that. Like that he'd gotten through and somebody saw... Like, so they didn't catch him, but after the fact it's they got It's always him. passengers. Yeah. Okay? I mean, passengers... Sadly, passengers have, uh, you know, since 9-11, actually, you know, like, they, they killed one guy that was acting weird on a plane. Well, they stomped him to death, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but at the same time, they're the feet on the ground. They're right there when the stuff's happening. Now, I'm not saying that the mob mentality is exactly the, the greatest thing in the world. World, but no, definitely not. It seems to me that in its ten years, the TSA has uh, you know burgled people of a great deal of uh, toenail clippers and bottles taken a lot of bottles of water and and done not a heck of a lot else. They have expanded the size of their bureaucracy, though. Mark, a great and created uh, new government jobs. Hugely. Let's go to Sheldon, listening in uh, Washington, Aberdeen, to KBKW. Hello, Sheldon. Uh, actually, I should probably press the right button. Sheldon, you're on free talk. I have Live. some questions for you because I got into your show a little on the late side. No problem. But, I didn't expect um, Sheldon to be a lady, but welcome to the show. Yeah, I gave my last name. Ah. <laughs> um, anyway, the thing is this. Um, I have some questions for you because I'm, I feel like something's missing. I come from a military family. And you can't just say so-and-so is a terrorist and be arrested. I feel like that we're missing some facts No one was arrested. Here. She was not arrested. Okay, the, the story is that a, she was expelled. That she was a terrorist. Is that what you Someone said? Someone alleged that a college uh, student, a female college student, was a terrorist, and she was expelled simply as a result, apparently, of the allegations. So the FBI investigated, and no one was arrested. Okay, but she was expelled. That's I just correct. find that hard to believe that there wasn't something more. But then again, um, I have an analogy, and my analogy is this: when a when there's a car accident, a policeman goes and he gets the reported that both people that were in the accident and any bystanders, and then he makes the best of his ability a report. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there's information missing 
you know, that um, I just can't not believe, or it's hard to believe, that they would just expel her just for the fact that someone said, oh, she's a terrorist. Something I tend to agree with you. I feel like it's it's unbelievable as well. Well, there's only one side to the story. It's a civil lawsuit against the University of Bridgeport by this uh, this woman whose name I'm going to go ahead and butcher here one more time, ba- Balaya Ahmad. Um, and it is one-sided because when a lawsuit's filed, it makes accusations, and these uh, accusations have not been responded to by the University Which of Bridgeport. Which they won't until the Bridgeport. trial. However, right. uh, but, there but are... We're not, hearing, we're not hearing who this guy was. That's correct. She made, she made first that he was harassing her, correct? Is that what you That's said correct. on the radio? He, yep. he was harassing her first? Allegedly, so yes. Do we, so we're, we're missing, like, is that true? You see what I'm saying? Is that true? Are there witnesses that he was harassing her? Because, like I said, when you when you a policeman makes a report, he's got to get bystanders and everybody involved. He's this isn't. This wasn't. The, the police weren't involved in the harassment uh, aspect of this. Uh, that was a. Oh, she went to the college. That's okay, correct. that was she an internal college, college administration. Situation. Said I'm being harassed by this man. Is that several, correct? Several people inside the administration. Yes, teachers and uh, counselors and that kind of thing. And did she have? Proof that this person was harassing her? Did she have someone else that could verify her story? I just feel like puzzled pieces are missing to this story. I, I would think that it would be reasonable if somebody makes an accusation of harassment that the university at least takes some step, no matter what that step might be. She's saying they didn't take any steps. That's correct. Um, you know, I mean, it, something. You know, move them out of the same classes, something. Thank you, Sheldon, for the call. I, I appreciate you pointing those things out because I think that. She's right to some extent. There's no, certainly, yeah. you know, that's we're not getting the college inside of this. 855-453, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind to control of the airwaves. Coming up, a gun store is in trouble for selling toy guns. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the Porcupine Realtor. You want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers, too. Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. Toll-free number is 855-453, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. If you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier for as little as $3 per month. We'll take the 3 bucks in, we'll invest it into Free Talk Live, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more internet listeners on board as well, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com to become a Free Talk Live amplifier today and get bonuses like the access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only podcast and forum. Once again, that's amp. Dot freetalklive.com. Here on Free Talk Live, we talk a great deal about the uh, online digital currency known as the Bitcoin. It is a, like I said, a digital currency that exists sort of as uh, internet cash. It is a real currency that you can buy, sell, and trade in. It's not owned by any corporation. It's not controlled by any government. It is a, uh, a, a, crypt, a cryptological a logarithm. Does that sound right, Ian? I, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm pretty math. technical. It's math stuff. <laughs> but, you know, for some people, obtaining Bitcoins has been kind of difficult up till now. Yeah, these are not just pieces of paper that float about. This That's is. right. You have to you know, purchase them in some way, shape, or form. Crypto exchange is the fastest and safest way to buy and sell your Bitcoins. 
you can go if you're totally clueless about bitcoins or the internet or whatever they have uh, a 24-hour customer service there at crypto exchange you can just visit their site click on the live support link at the top the best way to get there is to go through bitcoin.freetalklive.com there's a banner at the top for crypto exchange it's bitcoin.freetalklive.com mm-hmm. that's right uh 855-453 and it's worth mentioning if you want to learn more about bitcoins you can go to weusecoins.com yes it's probably everybody should go there first yeah exactly uh so weusecoins.com i would start there before asking their 24-hour helpline about uh, what a bitcoin is so you can you can do your own research on uh, bitcoins there's plenty of information out there oh yes uh, about them very 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 excited about them so uh we continue here of course you can bring up whatever you want still to come we'll tell you about a, a gun store that is possibly going to have to close down for selling toy guns. But we'll continue with you and your thoughts about whatever's on your mind at 855-450-FREE. Let's go to David listening in Norfolk to WNIS. David, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Ian. Hey, Mark. How you doing? David, what's Good. on your mind tonight? Yeah, um, well, I just wanted to uh, talk about this police harassment that I just experienced. Uh, they pulled me over for a third break light, which I didn't even know what they were talking about. Okay. Is that the is third that, is that, brake light, is that the, the one that's above your trunk? Yeah, yeah, above the, oh, in my case, above the window. Yeah. Anyway, so they pulled me over, and um, the one officer comes to the car, the other one's standing outside of his door with his hand on his gun. Mm. And uh, next thing I know, he comes to the window, and he asked me for my driver's license, and I said, well, why did you pull me over? And uh, he says, uh, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> and, uh, and the next thing I know, he, he finally tells me why. And uh, then he goes back to his car, comes back, tells me to get out of the car and ask me if I've been drinking. And I said, no, I just left my job. I'm going up here to the general store to get some dog food. And uh, next thing I know, they're patting me down. And, uh, and, and uh, then, then next thing I know, they're searching my car. Whoa! Why do you think they they went through all this? Um, you know, to pat you down and started searching your car. Well, I didn't. I didn't even think it was legal for them to do that. He only pulled me over for a brake light. Well, hold on. Let me see if I can follow what's what's happened here. So they've uh, they've ordered you out of the car. Mm-hmm. He then gives you a pat down. Did he go into your pockets? No, he didn't go okay. into my pockets. So the, he then no. gave you what is called a Terry Frisk. As I understand right. it, uh, and that is based on a, a case that happened a long time ago, where basically the cops, if they're afraid, uh, they believe that you could uh, possibly have a weapon on you, that they have the the so-called right to pat down a suspect, uh, to mm-hmm. you know presume to make sure that there's not someone uh, that's concealing a gun or a knife or something like that on them, and they they can only uh, turn out a pocket on which they believe there is a weapon uh, held in there. So he didn't go in your pockets. It wasn't anything but a Terry Frisk. When did they right. actually enter your car? Well, he well, first of all, he did ask me if I had a concealed weapons permit, and I said no. He says, well, do you have any weapons on me? And I said no. And, well, getting back to what you just said, yeah. Then he actually asked me if he could search my car, but at that point I, I figured I didn't have no choice. Well, yeah, then that's but, why he's searching your car, because you told him that he could. So you've answered but, your own question at this point. But don't they? But if you refuse them, if you refuse to let them search your car, they override that. They sometimes um, do. I mean, it, there's no guarantee that they will. Um, well, but at that point, at least you have the uh, the 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 ability to say that hey, well, this search was uh, conducted illegally. Right. If you are asked, if if a cop ever asks you, that, now if by the way, I'm not a lawyer. This isn't legal advice. 
Just a suggestion. If cops ever ask you if they can search your car, it means they have no probable cause upon which to search your car anyway. Because if they had probable cause, say, you know, they saw a joint in the ashtray or allegedly smelled marijuana or whatever, uh, then they would be able to search your car without asking you. So the fact that they asked you means they had nothing to go on. It was just a total fishing expedition, and they wanted to just try, you know, run you through the ringer and see uh, see what happened, see what they could come up with. And, and sometimes, by the way, it's a really bad... It's always a bad idea, in my opinion, to allow a search because it's going to waste your time. They're going to tear your car apart. They never put it back together the way they found it. They, many, Most cases, they don't put it back together at all. You get to put everything back in. And on top of that, what if they did find something? Now, I'm not saying it would have been yours, but what if you bought a used car and the last owner uh, you know, shoved a little baggie of pot in between the, the back seats? You wouldn't have any idea about that necessarily, but all of a sudden it would become your problem. So it's really a poor idea to allow police to search the car uh what they if they if you had said no and they continued to search anyway yes it would have been an illegal search uh but at least you would have then been able to claim that you never authorized it in the first place and there's the slight possibility that if something were to have gone to court you could have testified that you never consented to it and so perhaps the evidence would be thrown out uh so there's never any benefit in my mind to uh, to allow the police to search I appreciate that information. I just figured, heck, if I didn't consent to it, that they would detain me anyway and like go and call for the canine. That is one like of the that. tactics that they use. Yes, that is true. That depends is... on how much they really want to. If the right. canine officer is working that that evening and all the that kind of thing, right? But they won't tell you that. What they'll try to do is they'll try to use that as a tactic to intimidate you into a consent. Well, if you don't say yes, we'll just go and get the canine out. Maybe they're telling the truth. Maybe they aren't. Yeah. Right. That's that's why that's why I figured heck about, I might as well give them consent because I'm I'm thinking they're going to just search it anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, lots of people have made the the same decision, and I think that you know sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Um. You know, I mean, you you never know what's going to happen or what they're going to find. I'd what's rather be, be on on the side of the road for two hours than being arrested on some sort of a uh, you know bull, BS charge. Right. I, I, yeah, I understand, too. Yeah, I appreciate that information. Or, or worse yet, have them plant something in there. Maybe they don't like your attitude or something like that. They're hunt, hunting around in your car. Oh, look at this. It's a crack rock. I, mean, it's, I just couldn't believe it. They were patting me down over pulling me over for a break. I think that was just an excuse. I think I think pull me over. Yeah, I think that. Um, well, I don't know. You know, was your brake light out? Yes, it was, but okay. it's the third brake light. I mean, who in the world even thinks about that? Right. Yeah, I, I understand, but... If, Gee, if, thanks, if car companies. If thanks for a, adding another light that can go out on the back I of my car. I think it's a safety um, safety thing. I think it's great that we have them. Um, however, I think it's uh, unfortunate that they um, will often get used, employed in this fashion. As, you know, if you had nine brake lights, they could pull you over for one of them being out as opposed to, to three. I, you know, I think that likely what the issue was is when you said, hey, what are you pulling me over for? He felt like you were in somewhere or another, uh, you know, assaulting his authority, and that's what my guess would be. Well, now, what was the search well, I was like? Being by the real way? polite, I was being real polite, guys. I really was. I believe I you. Didn't, I, what, what yeah, was, I was being very polite. What was the search process like? Did they uh, tear your car apart? Was it a oh, basic God. search? Or? They went through the console. They went through the glove compartment. And I'm a contractor. I'm an electrician, and they even went uh, uh, took my hatch up. Went through my toolboxes, my tool bags. You can have it's anything in there. <laughs> how, how long did the search take? Uh, uh, at least probably, I would, I would guess about, any, you know, 10 minutes. Oh, only 10 minutes. You know, it could, yeah. it could have been worse. Did they leave anything strewn about or um, in a mess? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They left all my paperwork from my console on my front seat, and they, they 
he was, it looked like he was trying to take the back seat out of the car, actually. But he couldn't manage to get it out. And what did they say? How did they behave after they finished their search? What did they say to you? What happened then? Oh, well, this, this is the real kicker here. After all of that, they told, they said, okay, you can get back in your car. And they handed me my license back, my registration back, and told me to have a nice day or a nice evening. <laughs> no, sorry, you already ruined it. Uh, hey, thanks. But yeah, uh, well, they said they, we appreciate your cooperation sure. and, and just went about their way. Right, it could they very well have been a training uh, mission for the one guy who was uh, standing back there on his gun uh, with his gun on his hip. Well, they appreciate uh, the cooperation was... because uh, they didn't have to do any extra work, right? Like, had, the, had you said no to the search and they really, really wanted to search, then they would have had to call it's, the dog it's out. It's just amazing, though. It's just amazing. Why, would, why couldn't they just do it like, more, you know, hey, your brake lights out? You think it's clearly... Right, they could have just ended it there. They could have done you the service of letting you know your brake light was out and then ended the conversation, ended the the situation. But they wanted to find something. They wanted to put you in a cage. That's why they did that. Thanks, David. More coming up. Hour 2's next. Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Bring up anything you want. It's the live Saturday edition, and the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there on the site, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Uh, so we're going to go right into your phone calls here. And then coming up, we'll tell you about a guy who is looking to maybe close down his gun store because the feds or some cops came after him for selling toy guns. We'll explain more about what that's all about here in a moment. Uh, 855-450-FREE. In the meantime, we go to Shadow, listening to WBHP in Huntsville, Alabama. Hello, Shadow. Hey, how's it going? What's on yeah, your mind, I want to know if you guys uh, have heard of that NDAA uh, bill that's Obama's just shoved to the yeah, National Defense Authorization Act. It's law now. There you go. I keep uh, I keep uh, forgetting one of the what one of the A's. You, you mean the one where they can basically just uh, round up any uh, anybody they want to and put them into indefinite detention with no possibility of a trial? Yeah, yeah. I heard about that last night on uh, Coast to Coast. So Linda Moulton Howe brought that up and everything. And then when that lady was on the Sheldon. You know, I was sitting here waiting to see uh, if one of you guys was going to bring that up and everything. So. Yeah, we've mentioned it a couple of times, and, uh, you know, it's it's disturbing stuff. They've now codified that they can uh, detain you uh, for as long as they wish uh, without, you know, without, I mean, the habeas corpus is dead. Well, right, and you used the term codified, so they've codified what they've already been doing, right? They've been taking people and detaining them and doing – I guess they're saying Not now you can do it to an American, American citizens. Right, um, now you can do it to anyone, including people, so, so-called American Obama citizens. Obama promises he won't do it to American citizens. 
But that was the whole point of the legislation, wasn't right. it? Right. I mean, and you know, there's going to be some guy who who's president after Obama too. Right. And he also promised he was going to bring the troops home. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, he was forced to do that <laughs> to some extent. He also promised he was going to close Guantanamo. Yeah, he hasn't done that. Well, it, I don't think he can do I, I understand why he hasn't closed Guantanamo, but he did promise to do that. Yeah. Well, he's promised a lot of things, like most politicians, and, well, you get what you get with politicians, and that is broken promises. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty disturbing, Shadow. Uh, what do you plan to do about it? Uh, Shadow? Well, I, I just, I don't, I'm, like I've told you people before, you know, I'm, I'm Mohawk, and I don't acknowledge federal authority. Or anybody else's authority, anyway. Right on. And so they don't want to, and they definitely don't want to mess with me because before I get off, let me say this: a guy, when I was a teenager, a cop pulled me over. All right, asked to search my car. I says no, just like that. Of course, I was bigger than the cop anyway, so he was watching me a little wearily. But I says, I'll tell you what, let's make a deal: you search my car, then I'll search your car, and we'll see who's got what that doesn't belong there. But I guarantee you, he just. Thought about it for a moment, smiled, shook his head and said, never mind, man. You'll go on your way. It's a good story, Shadow. Thanks for the call. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, who knows what you'll find out if you search a cop's car. That's an interesting way to turn that one around. It makes you wonder. I mean, you know, aren't we, the these citizenries, supposed to be the ones that are watching the watchers? Should we, therefore, not be able to go through our employees' cars? Sure, they're your servants, right? Yeah, that's the idea. So, the story from the New York Post, the owner of a a discount store in Brooklyn says the city is holding him up for $30,000 in fines. Oh, you know what? I I thought this was an actual gun store. That's what what the headline originally said. Anyway, $30,000 in fines he can't afford, all because he stocked six toy sheriff sets that included plastic guns. And now the 44 caliber fines for the orange-tipped obvious fakes are forcing him to close for good. Khaled Mohammed, age 23, the manager of 99-cent Target in Flatlands, says it doesn't make any sense. He's been ordered to pay a staggering $5,000 fine for each gun offered for sale, the maximum under the law. You ever been to the dollar store before? Yeah, You've sure. seen these cheap, cheap gun, and it's like a play set kind yeah. of thing. Uh, you know, you get your fake handcuffs. Uh, the going to uh, break that day. The Zorro mask and the cheap badge here. They show a picture of it. It's one of those little blister pack things with the plastic on the front. Yep. Uh, the store can't pay the fine at all, said Muhammad, arguing the punishment imposed on the Utica Avenue odds and ends shop is way out of proportion to the violation. He said they're stopping us from doing any business. What's the violation? Having uh, guns in the store, apparently. But it's not a gun. It's Correct. a plastic it's toy. A toy. The store's lawyer, and this is uh, New York, Mark. I understand. The store's lawyer, Andrew Tillum, doesn't dispute the 99-cent target was in violation of a city regulation that makes it illegal to sell toy weapons that look too real. Even with an orange cap on the barrel, I see. this gun is apparently too realistic. Well, uh, you know, I wonder about that. Uh, what what is because that's a, a v- pretty arbitrary statement. What does too real mean? I Whatever mean, the bureaucrats say it means. Right. It, it would seem like an orange tip would be a really great indication that this is not real. The rule is designed to prevent cops from mistaking the toys for the real thing and shooting an innocent kid and to thwart criminals from using them to commit crimes. Because criminals are just running around using (laughs) orange-tipped guns to commit crimes. Retailers can get around the law by making sure the toy guns are brightly colored. Uh, Now, by the way, I've seen some pretty brightly colored uh, guns, like spray-painted AK-47s. There's the, uh, what, the Hello Kitty version. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's an an AR-15, yeah, that one I've seen. It's pink, I think, bright pink. 
with Hello Kitty on it. I have so. a friend who has a bright yellow and black uh, shotgun. It's a Mossberg. Right. So just because someone is uh, armed with a uh, an orange or yellow gun doesn't mean it's not real. Right. right? Uh, Tilleman Mohammed said the store initially relied on the word of the guns vendor, JMD All-Star of New Jersey, that said the toys were legal for sale. They then said the prior manager failed to inform the store owner that a city inspector had written up the shop in the past. Because of that failure, Ahmed missed a hearing, which led to the $30,000 fine. The lawyer got Consumer Affairs to reopen the case and negotiate a tentative settlement for about $5,400. But Ahmed couldn't afford that either, so he tried his luck at another hearing. After the store argued that no reasonable person would believe the guns were real, the hearing officer upheld the original fine, as did an appeals judge last week. So they tried to take this thing up the line. Yeah. Didn't work out. Tillum decried the 5000 per toy fine, calling it a really, really abusive penalty. But a Consumer Affairs spokes bureaucrat countered, saying, Realistic-looking imitation guns are illegal and dangerous. And just last week, a 15-year-old in Texas was killed while holding one of these guns. So what do you think about that, Mark? I, 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 one of these guns? I mean, really? That's what she says it was. Uh, it was a gun from uh, the same set as this, with an orange tip. Seems unbelievable, but that's what. I, I just remember when I was a kid, uh, back in the 70s and 80s, we would run around with our guns. None of our guns had orange tips. We wouldn't have purchased a gun with an orange Hell tip. No. We would have. I would have never been caught dead with a gun with an orange tip. Heck no. Right. I want a gun that looks as realistic as possible. My mm-hmm. Tommy gun made little knocking noises. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I had a, a, you I know, a, pump, a pump shotgun thing that would go... Yep, I had all these things, and somehow or another, the cops weren't killing us dead. I just don't understand. I guess because the police are so indiscriminate uh, today that they'll, you know, they're just so slipshod that they're just going to shoot any kid with something that resembles a firearm. Uh, maybe if the, maybe if the child makes a, you know, like a finger gun with his forefinger and, and thumb, maybe that will set a cop off too. We should ban children. They said from- realistic, and they do have a description of what they consider to be t- too realistic. I, you know, I don't know. I don't agree with it, but whatever. So right. So because the cops are so sloppy that they'll shoot any old kid with a, a toy gun these days is why no one should be. Able to I have don't toy think guns. that this is about cops in this circumstance. This is about bureaucrats. This is about bureaucrats coming up with rules um, and. Uh, yeah, I think that the average police officer is not going to go out and shoot some kid who's got a, a red, an orange-tipped gun. I think that's uh, that th- that's going too far. Let's talk to Roy in Delaware, listening to WGMD FM. Roy, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. It's Ray. Ray, what's but, on your mind? Yeah, I'm, but I work security. I carry a weapon every night, and I down here, kids play with guns all the time. Plastic guns, you can tell them 50, 75 feet away if they're not real. Usually they're held by somebody who's, uh, you know, little, too. <laughs> yeah, three, four-year-old. <laughs> yeah, so you're saying that this, this, uh, this is nonsense. Up in New York. I used to live there. Why'd you leave? <laughs> the taxes, the cost of living, uh, another woman, <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff. Ray, but, thanks. Uh, Go ahead. I moved down. I moved down to Delaware about 15 years ago. Well, sounds like it was and, the right choice uh, to make. I don't regret it today, but up there, you had to make fortunes to take a lift. Oh man, I heard that. If you got more to share, you're welcome to. More coming up. Eight five five four fifty three. Free talk live. 
BigEdPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis hit in interplanetary space. Phoenix Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have for you there, freetalklive.com. And if you've missed a moment of the show, you can click and download Archives Galore all the way back to 2006. Lots of archives, all for free, at freetalklive.com, so enjoy. You can get your Liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They've got hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings at uh, libertystickers.com. I like to go over there and just read through them and... Check them all out and, and see what they've uh, got to say. Many of them are very witty and uh, interesting. Um, you know, here's one with a picture of Ron Paul and it says, kick the bankers off welfare. Another one that says, uh, 25% of all the prisoners in the world are in American jails. Uh, it's got IRS. I represent Satan. Your choice. Uh, there's lots of stickers over there at uh, IRS, meaning I represent you. I heard you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't like jokes. It's libertystickers.com. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. LibertyStickers.com. We continue here. You can bring up what you want. Also, the news is that a Brooklyn thrift store of some sort or a cheap kind of like dollar store place, I guess, more accurate here, Target 99 Cent is what it's called, or 99 Cent Target, uh, was uh, is being shut down because the owner sold some guns, toy guns, in some of those little Western toy sets. Plastic you know, toys, cheap, yeah. Cheap Western, uh, you know, dollar-priced toy set here uh find five thousand dollars a pop he had six of them on the shelf so three thirty thousand dollar fine and he attempted to negotiate with these people they negotiated down to fifty six hundred which he still couldn't afford and then they decided to reimpose the original fine of thirty thousand dollars so he's going out of business and the, the the children on the streets of new york are now safer because of it at least that's what the bureaucrats would have you believe that this is all about keeping kids safe from cops shooting them. Well, as if a kid in New York City can't go out to uh, Stamford, Connecticut or over to Newark or something like that and get the same thing. If they really want plastic toy guns, they can yeah. probably get better ones elsewhere. Their parents can get them. If they, I mean, they're not protecting anyone from anything. Yep, I would say you're right about that. Let's go to you and your thoughts. You can bring up anything at 855-450-FREE. Elliot is listening to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Elliot, what's on your mind tonight? Well, a comment on that uh, toy gun issue. Typical idiotic bureaucratic nonsense. Um, you know, this country's gone to where the bureaucrats are running everything. The, the people have so little voice anymore. Why, why do you Other think that is? is? Why do you think that is? Because we've been asleep. Hmm. And, you know, it's uh, far too many people have been asleep. You, you have to have a certain percentage of the population to be awake and raise in hell with these politicians on a daily basis. Write letters, make phone calls. If they, you know, if they don't follow the Constitution, throw their asses out at the end of the, at the next election. 
We have a revolution. Well, that's a nice idea, but haven't people? I, I mean, been... I like it. I, I I I want that to be the case. I've just found that it seems like, so, like you say, so few people are paying attention. Most folks go into the 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 voting booth. They vote either for the R's or the D's, the red team or the blue team, whatever it is that they prefer, and they don't really know anything about what's going on. And God forbid, it's a it's a, one of these uh, non-party uh, affiliated elections where you know, I, down in Florida, it used to be judges, and they would wouldn't be Republicans or Democrats. You just pick a name. Nobody knows what to do there, but they feel like, well, I vote. I'm here. I've got to vote for somebody. Well, so they just pick a name. Well, right. But I mean, if you want to throw the bums out, how do you do that when the, all the people running are bums? Right. I mean, the whole system is yeah, uh, full of this. And that's, and that's what's happened to the country. I mean, you know, I'm heavily involved in local politics where I have some sort of control over it. Um, and when it comes, you know, once you get once you get beyond the local and, you know, at the at the most in some areas at state level, it's pointless because you got such trash running for office. And would you, you know, support secession? Uh, oh hell yeah! All right, excellent, excellent. Well, you good. Know, I, I think it's, I think it's time for a friendly divorce. Those of us that want to run our own lives, we'll take this one part of the country. The rest of you, liberal individuals, can have the rest of the country. You run it your way, we'll run it our way. Oh, by the way, we'll take care of national defense because we're the only ones that's got the the nerve to stand up to people. Well, I mean, and I don't know if it's if it makes sense to point point fingers at liberals. I mean, conservatives. Plenty are of liberals growing, want to be left alone in pl- and, plenty of ways. Right. Conservatives are growing government well, I'm too. Talking about, right? I'm, talking about the, I'm talking about the far left left loon version of the of the liberals. I got some liberal friends who are actually pretty reasonable people. Well, and you I'm would agree that you would agree that the government grew underneath the Republicans too, right? Oh yeah, and it's you know, and what you what you, the term I use for these people, and it doesn't matter whether they're Democrats, Republicans, Independents, whatever they want to call themselves, you have progressive, big government mindset people, and you have independent-minded, uh, individualized people, and these two are, are totally incompatible. Yeah, I tend to agree with your assessment, uh, Elliot, that people are asleep uh, or they're just afraid. There's a possi- there's that possibility as well. Even if you're not asleep and you're paying attention, you see news stories like uh, Shadow mentioned before with the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization sure. Act, coming out. And they're talking about putting people in jail forever. And, you know, you see all these scary things like I just saw video footage of uh, these helicopter. Uh, what was it that they were doing in L.A. recently? They had like 14 mm-hmm. helicopters or something the crazy. Like- no, 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 no. They actually had like. They were doing some sort of maneuvers. The military was was flying over L.A. doing mm. some sort of helicopter maneuvers. It was very unusual. And I like to see the military uh, things doing their stuff. It's always very interesting. Yeah, except if they're going to rappel down into your house and uh, you know attack you and your family, <laughs> doesn't I mean, seem likely. It doesn't. It. I don't. But well, what they were doing was was unusual. It had never. No one ever seen this before. They'd blocked off airspace. They wouldn't even allow the news crews uh, to fly up in that area. It was really really creepy. That's, that's a demonstration. That's a demonstration. Here's what we can do: keep your mouth shut. Right. Right. And so so there are you know again that's there are people who. Who know what's going on, but they're too afraid uh, to stand up. So now you've got a twofold problem: one, all the people, their heads in the sand, uh, and then uh, two, the people that are too darn afraid to uh, to speak out or do anything. And then you got the government brown shirts, the TSA at the airport, intimidating the hell out of people. And you know, it's people stand up on your hind legs and start raising hell. It is time to stand up on your hind legs, scream at the top of your lungs, enough of this crap. And, you know, the, the Supreme Court is sitting on, up there asleep. They're supposed to be a watchdog against Congress for unconstitutional laws. Where have they been for the past 50 years? Maybe instead of writing our congressman, we ought to start flooding the Supreme Court with letters.
Well, they've been authorizing all kinds of uh, tyranny as, as constitutional. You know, I don't think it hurts to write letters, uh, but on the other hand, I think that secession is, uh, is a better option. It I've seems, written a lot of emails well, to a lot of politicians. Know, I'm all for ballots. I prefer ballots. Yes. But, you know, I, there's a lot of us in this, in this part of the world and in this country, we're getting our backs pushed to the wall, and sooner or later, it's going to be beans, bullets, and Band-Aids. Thanks, Elliot, for the call. I, I hope it doesn't come to that because I personally think violence isn't I do, the too. solution. I, I prefer to do it you under tell, the system. You can tell what um, you know from what he was saying. He doesn't too, but he's he's speaking. It's you know what he it's says true is, that people will true. lash out when they get pushed into a corner. They, will, There's they no absolutely doubt. will. Uh, thank you again for the call. Appreciate it. Eight five five four fifty free. I just think that uh, you know we've seen that happen. You've seen people get pushed into the corner. Like for instance, you remember the uh, the killdozer guy? Yeah. Yeah, he built the tank basically and went through his town, yeah. just uh, just tearing the place up. And I think he didn't successfully actually kill anyone except himself. Um, but wow, that the, guy was really backed into a corner. There and was really a guy frustrated. with a real tank too, and he was really frustrated. And what did he do? He got violent, and everybody, you know, he was made to look like a crazy loon after the fact. Yeah. We're coming up eight five five four fifty three. Your thoughts are welcome. Free talk live. From filmmaker A.I. Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit LibertyDocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's LibertyDocumentary.com. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number here is 855-453-SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we have for you. They are totally free. So uh, those features, by the way, include the Shrine of Female listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com will take you there. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Now that the new year is uh, here, it's time to get serious about your resolutions. For 2012, resolve to protect your most valuable asset, your family. Daily, we hear about all the things happening around the world, uh, destabilizing events like unemployment, food shortages, natural disasters, inflation, just to to name a few. For my preparation, I recommend wisefoodstorage.com. Wisefoodstorage.com offers delicious, ready-made meals like cheesy lasagna and savory stroganoff that are packaged for freshness in individual metal mylar pouches. That have a 25-year shelf life. They come in plastic totes that are convenient. You can uh, open up these metal mylar pouches, just add water, and you know wait, and then they'll be prepared right there in the package. You can visit wisefoodstorage.com today and get a free entree sample. Don't just believe me about how good they taste and how easy they are to prepare and how impervious they are to pests and weather and things like that. Find out for yourself. Go to wisefoodstorage.com and get a free entree sample. Or you can call them at 855-FOOD-WISE. It's 855-FOOD-WISE. You'll have to uh, let them know that you heard about it on Free, on free Talk Live. And, uh, you know, get your, get your free one. Check it out. When you do make your order, and it's a great thing to have as assurance that your family is going to be taken care of in some situation, 
you've got an, uh, insurance for everything else. Have assurance that your family's going to be taken care of in a disaster. Uh, you can purchase uh, you know these things and use uh, coupon code FTL, and you'll get ten, uh, the you'll get a free shipping. Uh, free shipping. That's right. It used to be a different offer, <laughs> but this one's free shipping, and I think it's a great offer. Uh, you know, when you're talking about these big packages with the uh, plastic totes and and that kind of thing, it's going to be pretty bulky and expensive to ship, and so it's a great deal. Get free shipping with coupon code. FTL. Get peace of mind concluded. It's wisefoodstorage.com. Coupon code FTL. Tom's with us listening in May to WGAN in Portland. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, I've got a story for you in response to uh, the uh, story you were talking about with the toy guns in New York. Yeah, where the shop owner is basically going to have to shut down because the New York City has fined him $30,000 for having five, six toy guns. It's a little off topic, but anyway, you probably won't even believe this, but it's true. I couldn't make it up. Ten years ago, before uh, before 9-11 even, um, I was with my mother, and she went into a shopping center, a grocery shop, and I was waiting in the car. And I, uh, I, w- I, you know, I was like 18 years old, and I'm just out in the parking lot, and I was just like pretending to shoot people with my hand, like my hand. Really? No gun, my hand. Like bang, just making that sound. Bang, 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 you know, just goofing off. and. The cops came, <laughs> what? and uh, and then it was weird because, like, you know, all of a sudden it's it, weird it, already. Next to this, excuse me, it's weird already. <laughs> yeah, well, and then uh, so next to this shop in this grocery store, there's a furniture store, and I'm disabled. I use crutches to walk. Um, the cops came, and all of a sudden it got changed. Uh, we got a report of you stealing furniture out of the furniture store. And How I'm old were you? Car. How old were um, you? Yeah, I was about 18, 19 years old, and okay. this was before nine eleven. So I, you know, I, you know, you'd think after they'd be all, you know, people would be, you know, all frightened about stuff like that. But it was even before that. Hmm. But you know, they searched the car and they pulled. I mean, it was a station wagon. My mom's car was clean. It was, you know, you could see through the windows. There's nothing in it, you know. So did they ask you to be able to search the car, or did they just go ahead and do it? They actually dragged my mother out of the store. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Which she wasn't too impressed about, but... <laughs> I bet. And then did she give them permission to search? I think I had already... I mean, I was just... Well, I did. I just... I, at this point, I'm just 18 years old. I'm thinking this is a big joke. You know, I'm like, yeah, sir, search it, whatever, you know. I'm not in furniture. Yeah, I got furniture in here somewhere. You right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see the Ottoman? <laughs> yeah, right. I've got a Davenport but, uh, shoved in the, the trunk. So what happened? They they let me go. I mean, there's nothing they could do, you know. I mean, what are they going to do about it? They're you know, just hassling you. Weapons. I didn't have any drugs. I didn't have any furniture. There's nothing they could do. Yeah. And then, you know what, just recently, like, see, back in November, I had my laptop stolen from me. Um, and I call, I made the mistake of calling the police thinking it would help. And it never does. And now I'm facing two days in jail for filing a false police report, and they never even attempted to search my computer. Hold what? on a second. You <laughs> filed a report with the police for having your yeah. laptop stolen. Yeah. They didn't investigate it, is what you're saying, and they arrested you? No, they didn't arrest me, but they stopped, they just gave me a summons. Well, that's that's now an arrest. I to, now, uh, I, now, when I went to court, it's a face in two. Well, I, I got a court-appointed lawyer or whatever the hell you want to call mm-hmm. it. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, they uh, they want to get they gonna the the maximum would be like two days in jail, you know, or I guess for filing a allegedly false report, which they didn't investigate. Right. Well, maybe they did investigate it. They probably investigated to figure because I didn't know the name of the street like that. I was that it, that it happened on. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so 
I just put, I made the mistake of just putting CVS, like, just because it was, like, nearby. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they went down to CVS and, like, looked at the cameras to see that I actually wasn't in the parking lot. You know what I mean? But that's all, they, you know, that's all, you know what I'm saying? And actually, the kid that stole my computer has called me twice and said, you want your computer back? Come and get it. Give me a ride in town. I've done it twice now. I've gone in town, and he's gone into a house and never come out. But I need, I'm in school. I need to have a computer. I need to have my computer. You know what I mean? Strange. Um, so you know who but, stole your computer. Right. And and, I, they, and I've told them. I mean, it's, I'm sure they went and talked to the kid, but obviously he's going to say no. You know what I mean? Right. And then actually the you need first a recording time I went over to this kid. house to pick him up to do this, I, I went through the CVS parking lot. I drove through it to get to the other side of the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a, like a shortcut. And the cops pulled me over in his driveway at midnight and said they waited till he came out because they were hiding around the corner. Then when the, he got in my car, they came around the corner with flashlights, pulled me out. What, what? They said, you drove through that parking lot awful suspicious. And I said, yeah, well, sorry. I didn't know you could drive like that. But apparently, I guess you can drive suspiciously. But I was just trying to get to point A to B. It wasn't any, you know what I mean? Well, like, generally, you know, it's, it's not like, legal to cut through parking lots, though, so maybe they were upset about that. Um, they were but, sitting in the parking lot. I wouldn't buy them. I saw them, you know. So, basically, you've learned the lesson that filing a police Don't report can, can get you arrested. <laughs> well, I won't call the cops. I wouldn't call the cops if I was shot and bleeding. <sighs> you know, I'm sorry. It, uh, they might just come put way. another bullet in you. You never know. Thanks, Tom, for the call and the story. Appreciate it at 855-450-FREE. It's sad that, uh, I mean, the, the story sounds complicated, and I can see why they had some level of frustration with it. But, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've lost stuff, and the cops have come, and they've managed to make, uh, you know, make things uh, as right as they possibly could in that situation. I was, I was pleased with the service. But at the same time, I've heard stories like this, seen stories, uh, you know, in the news where, you know, people get exactly the opposite of what they were hoping to get when they called the police. And it's very tough. It can be very difficult. Yeah, I mean, we've we've seen stories where people will call the cops on a domestic incident, for instance, uh, and then they'll end up themselves being arrested uh, when they didn't expect that at all. Somebody's suicidal, the cops shoot them. They right, or or there's even some cases. Thanks some, for the help. Some <laughs> families will even call the police when they uh, feel like they can't discipline their children enough, and then and remember the the story out of Florida, Mark. I think it was like a 14 year old uh, teenage boy had the his grandmother call the police on him because he had taken her car out for a joyride, and I guess she thought that the police were going to somehow uh, scare scare you know some yeah. good behavior into him. Well, instead, straight. they took him to uh, a juvenile camp where he was. Uh, basically killed by the, the the guards there, if I'm recalling correctly. That was one story, yeah. Yeah. It's one of many. I don't think she expected that to happen when she called the police. Probably not. No, see, it's like, um, let's see, it's like where you pull a fire uh, fire alarm and the firemen show up. You can't control what they do when they show up. Same thing with the police. You pull the, you know, pull the police alarm, police show up, you know, they might just shoot somebody that, that you love uh, when they arrive. I, I mean, they are uh, the organization given the monopoly privilege on the use of violence in our society, and I, you know they don't they don't have the the quality control that uh, many businesses have. There's not competition right. in the marketplace, and there's no way to pull your funds from them either because they're going to get paid whether or not you like their service because they're just going to keep taxing you for it. And well, you're obedient, so you'll pay them. 855-450-FREE. I know I am, at least in that aspect. 855-450-FREE. You take control. Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. 
You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Now, enjoy the features on the site for free, and if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com, and you'll find links there to the uh, the Amazon as well as Newegg stores, uh, different Amazons and a couple different Newegg. So there's Amazons for Germany and the UK and Canada and the US. Depending and, on where you are. Right. And Newegg's for, well, you'll see all of the links there. Uh, you'll see you'll also see Newegg for the US and, the, and Canada. So uh, you click into the one that's right for you and then you get your shopping done and Free Talk Live benefits, at least if you're ordering through Amazon. If you order through Newegg, then the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund will receive a percentage of your purchase. But if you order through the Amazon links, Free Talk Live will receive a portion of the purchase as well. So get your shopping done and get the stuff you're looking for at shop.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI. Yep, SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. If uh, you're in business and uh, you are challenged by the vexing task of collections, well, SACL CAI can take care of it for you. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. They know that the way you uh, your trust customer is treated by them, reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL CAI. All right, we continue with you and your thoughts. Marty is listening to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk in Tennessee. Marty, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, man. Hey, what's on your mind? Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm a first-time listener. Quite excited to find your program. I want to pose a question. It, it, it seems as though the, uh, the the radio guys are always posing the question to the people. I'd like to pose a question to you guys and get your intellectual responses. Oh, I don't know if you're going to get uh, an intellectual response, but go right ahead. <laughs> well, a lot of people think because when you're from the South, you talk with an accent, you always think with one, but that's not necessarily true. <laughs> you know, I, earlier in the show, you were talking to a gentleman that was talking about you know states seceding you know, from the from the whole gamut of the United States because mm-hmm. of all the problems. And I've just often wondered, and I'd like to hear you guys' opinion, and, and I'll get off after I pose the question. You can stay on I'd if like you want. I'd like to hear your opinion and maybe some listeners about, you know, what what would it take for the American people, say, as a, as a whole, uh, what move would the government have to make to cause people to really stand up for their rights, uh, you know, <laughs> to possibly take up self-defense positions and, uh, you know, stand up and really, really declare and demand their rights under the original Constitution, and not and not this not this curtain of deceit that our almost a dead Supreme Court seems to be uh, guiding us toward. And I just like you guys' thoughts, and maybe some of the listeners, and uh, 
And I'll well, just pause off here. Well, Marty, you, you can stay. You can on. stay for a discussion if you like. And I think it's a good okay. question. Uh, what What will it take for people to get fed up and do something? Now, I think there's a false uh, choice kind of suggested in in the question, and that is that people must either do nothing or they must go and you know move to violence. And uh, I, I don't think that's uh, that's necessarily the case. I think that there's a middle ground, and that is non cooperation. I think people can say, "No, I'm not going to do that anymore." Oh, you want me to to uh, to pay you that tax? No. You want me to jump through that hoop and follow that regulation? No, I'm going to do what I want. I think to some extent we've seen some people hit their wall. When you talk about the Tea Party, um, you know, those people rose up and they did something. Uh, admittedly, it's a, it's a little slipshod. But you have to have consistency. You occupy have to Wall Street long. at the same time. It's another group of people who are standing they up and up, doing they did something. something. No doubt, but you've got to keep doing something. You can't... I mean, Occupy right. went on for a while, and that was good. Uh, the Tea Party's had a lengthy period of time that they went on for, but ultimately, have they resulted in any real change? Have they resulted in a next step? Like, where is the Tea Party going from here? And also, where is Occupy going from here? Do they have something in mind? that uh, will be coming next or is it just let's wave signs in the streets or let's wave signs in the park and and hope something changes correct and you know uh and, and i am a patriot heart i'm a southerner you know i'm all about family and god and country and and but i do have respect for both sides of, of the position here for the tea parties and and also the occupy because they both have an agenda but they both do have the right to make their voices heard and to make a stand against the government but it you know, I was recently in a barber shop in a little town where I live, and a bunch of older gentlemen there talking about everything that was wrong in our county and with the government. And I said, "Well, you know, why don't you guys stand up and be a leader?" You know, I I just moved here a couple of years ago. Nobody knows me. Why don't you Why don't you guys stand up and be a leader? And they all begin to proceed to to exit the conversation. Oh no, not me. You know, I'm not, and I'm like. This is our problem. You know, somebody needs to step forward it's too and say, comfortable. hey, you know. Uh, it's too comfortable. You know, grab pitchforks and follow me. <laughs> ultimately, what it is, Marty, is they're too comfortable. And I think that you, you know, I don't know what each person's line in the sand, where they, at what point they will be pushed too far. I think each person has a different point. And I think most people have never even thought about it. So the first thing you should do is really start to think about, well, what will it take? Where is my line in the sand? Do I have uh, a line in the sand where I will finally decide to, say, not pay taxes anymore? or uh, not do as I'm told. And I think that the barbershop folks and everybody else that you're, that you're referring to, they're too comfortable. I mean, they've got their barbershop, they've got their television, they've got football games to watch, they've got uh, you know personal lives that are keeping them busy and all manner of uh, bread and circuses to distract them. Whereas you look at a situation like Egypt, where people are rising up, people are hungry. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're hungry, all of a sudden your priorities change, right? Right. Yeah, and but I, if you're hungry, then you're almost to the point to where it, it takes violence. And you know, I am not a I am not a proponent of violence. Although it the may Egyptian take situation was not a violent situation, except for the government, for the most part, the Correct. government people were the ones getting violent. And any indication that you had from the crowds getting violent was usually government provocateurs who had infiltrated the crowds in the with the attempt to uh, provoke more violence. Yeah, I think so, that the answer is uh, you know is essentially that you would have to see widespread poverty and enough. Of Americans out of work that, uh, you know, that they were just, uh, you know, they, they just took to the streets. And I think that they've, you know, they've got themselves a little system here that, uh, you know, keeps the, uh, the serfs busy enough that they, uh, you know, they really don't have that to worry about. Uh, we've got, you know, before, before anybody goes out into the street, they've got to check their email on their smartphone and they'll just never quite make it. Uh, you know, right. And you got to go to work the next day. Facebook and... posts and things like that. So Marty, here's what I would suggest. You're new to the show. Obviously, 
obviously you've probably never heard of uh, Free Talk Live before today. There's also a neat website we like to talk about called freestateproject.org. And I think that's a solution for, for, all, the, a solution, yeah. for all the people who have been pushed too far, for all the people who do realize that something must be done, and for all those who are willing to do something, then the solution is to get those people together into the same physical geographic location and go ahead and make that peaceful stand uh, and go ahead and stop cooperating with the, 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 the system and or work within it in such large numbers that you actually can have some sort of an effect uh, on the system. So I think that's the real solution is to concentrate activism all in one place, at least if you love liberty. If you're of the kind of mindset where you want to control other people and tell them what to do and how they should live their life, then they you don't have New York State for you. Right. They're not you're not going to really fit in uh, to the Free State Project. But if you love freedom and you understand that in order to be free and you, you have to allow others to be free, which means they would be free to do things with, with, with which you might disagree, uh, that then you're the right kind of guy for the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. Anything else you want to share tonight, Marty? Yeah, I just, I just have a feeling, you know, the consensus of most people I talk to, it is that fear that if they stand up that the violence will be uh, directed at them from the government by whatever, you know, by investigation, by infiltration of privacy of rights. Sure. And, you know, I'm one of the people that had the... Uh, uh, that had the Census Bureau show up at my house two weeks ago and went through a 45-minute interview with I just asking me, you know, they even want to know what doors in my house led to the outside. and I'm Why did like, you talk know, to them? <laughs> well, you know, they told me I had to. They said if I didn't, that I could be prosecuted. So you were afraid told, too then? I told the Census lady well, that I would answer no. any questions that she answered, and I wrote down her answers. Um, so she gave me all the answers to the questions that <laughs> she asked. It was very strange. I didn't answer a single question of theirs and came outside with a video camera and recorded all my interactions with them, and they never came back. Uh, so no, I was no, I was not. I was not fearful of them. I was more inquisitive than anything. And I just told the guy at the end of the conversation. I said, you know, you didn't ask that magic question. That's the reason why I let you sit there and drink the coffee. If you'd inquired one time about my patriotism, how many weapons I had, or my stand on government, you would have been you would have been exited out the, the nearest door. So. But hey, guys, I appreciate Marty, it. Thanks for the thank talk. Thank you, uh, sir. Glad you're, you're uh, out there, and I appreciate your call at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, we've got Tim on the line, also listening to XM's Extreme Talk. Tim, listening in Michigan. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, if you did a word cloud of progressive talk radio, the biggest word would be tax right now. Are they talking about taxes? Uh, taxes and people rising up for their rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to be educated about tax law because the 1% is using tax law to suppress the masses. I'd say that that's and, uh, probably a, not an inaccurate statement. Uh, we actually need to change the word. Tax has been around for thousands of years, and it really was, goes back to when the ruling classes used that as a way of amassing their wealth from the peasants and the serfs. Today, taxes in a democratic society are technically a user fee. I'd like to know more about what you're saying there, because I don't know if I agree. Uh, We'll come back with more uh, with Tim if he wants to stick with us through the news. In moments, we'll get to hour number three. And, of course, you can bring up anything that you want. 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. If they threaten you in your home, you can try to escape their tentacles by packing the car, leaving your house and much you've worked for, and hope to cross their borders. But if you lived on a boat, you weigh anchor and sail away. Not just any boat, a life yacht. 
It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com. Free Talk Live. Hour number three is what we're launching into here, live Saturday edition of the program. And the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site there for free. So enjoy those on us, freetalklive.com. You get to control the content of the site if you would like, or you can just go and surf around it. Uh, but it's there for you to, uh, to take control of. If you find something online that you think is interesting, you think our other listeners will appreciate it, you submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com, pops up on the site, and then others can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. The most liked, make it right up to the front of the top uh, and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. We're going to go back to Tim listening in Michigan to XM Satellite Radio's um, uh, Extreme Talk. Tim, you're back on Free Talk Live. And just to bring our listeners up to speed, uh, you had said something about taxes not they shouldn't be called taxes can you get a little more into detail on that yeah uh, let me uh, give you an example uh romney paid 15 percent supposedly 13 ge ge percent yeah ge paid none we pay we pay for police protection fire protection the military protection the court system that protects us for legal matters and and also education and health we uh, they call Obama the food stamp president. We need to call the ninety nine percent needs to call the rich people that don't pay taxes or pay very little, not paying their fees. You wouldn't go into a restaurant and order food and not pay for it. You wouldn't go golf on a course without paying a fee. The rich are doing that. They've well, been doing it for years. I, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from, but you, there's, it seems like you're making some presumptions that I, I think that I would like to address. Um, first off, sure. you, you know, when when you talk about these user fees, the suggestion is that there's some kind of voluntary situation. But everything you named off, cops, fire departments, uh, military, um, courts. You know, e- e- courts, everything is a monopoly. And generally, customer ter- service with monopolies stinks. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Now, um, and also, I'd like to talk about legitimacy. I mean, it's important that these organizations, uh, the, you know, the police that uh, you know provide a monopoly privilege that that have a monopoly privilege on the use of violence in a given geographic area, they claim that area is their own. They'll call it jurisdictions and things like that. Correct. Correct. Uh, it's it's important to talk about do they legitimately own this? I mean, when the, my town demands property taxes from me, it's essentially rent, the same as quit rents existed with kings and lords, as you were talking about absolutely, in the past. Absolutely, absolutely. It's ex- essentially a quit rent. Um, you know, the the um, a majority of the people who voted in that particular area uh, elected some people. Those people voted on some stuff. They came up with the, whatever conclusions they came up with. They decided I need to pay this. There were some court cases involved, and they say, well, you know, children. Children have a right to this kind of education, and I must pay for it, even if I don't have a kid in that school. Um, and or if my kid, you know, is being homeschooled, my money still must go to educate other people's kids. And, and you know, we get this really unfair system. And I'd say that it probably results from this. Back when the United States was set up, and this is pretty much true with every country in the world, some people came along with weapons and threatened other people and said, "You're going to do what we say, or we're going to kill you." 
And right. they took over. Um, you know, they took it over from the British. They took it over from the Indians. They took it over from the French. They took it over from the Spanish. And so you have this geographic area where essentially what is the largest, most successful armed gang is in control. And they don't have legitimate claim on the land in order to be able to provide these user fees that you're referring to. I should be able to opt out if I don't want their protection in whatever form that they may. Right. Maybe I'm going down the wrong path. I'm just, we need to change the language because the rich says they, they, they don't want to be taxed. They don't want to be taxed at the same percentage level. They, want to, they don't want to pay for their services. So I don't, maybe, maybe fee is the wrong word. But, uh, well, no one should be taxed because taxes aren't paying for services because you're not contracting in the first place. Going into a restaurant isn't the same as paying taxes because I choose to go to the restaurant. I choose to go into the store. I choose to purchase those products or those services, and I'm agreeing to pay for them by that choice. When it comes right. to taxes, they're imposed upon me whether I agree with them or not, whether I like their services or not. So, for instance, you got the police going into the Occupy movements, pulling people out out by the back of their neck, pulling them out by their hair, whatever, destroying their tents, destroying, uh, you know, whatever they, it is they've created. Uh, you've got them arresting dozens and dozens of peaceful people who've not harmed another person. Uh, you know, also you get the police arresting hundreds of thousands of Americans every year just for possession of a, of a plant. You know, I don't want to pay for this kind of protection, but yet I'm forced to pay for it because if I don't pay for it, they will come and they will take me and my family and they'll throw me out of my home. Uh, so, right. no, well, it doesn't... Well, it doesn't it doesn't resemble a business agreement in any way, shape, or form. So taxing, I think, you know, maybe a better word for it would be extortion. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Maybe that is the best word. I, I guess my, my, my beef is with the, the unfairness and the inequality until we can get that change. You'll never get it changed. You'll never get it changed. Tim, the reason why you'll never get it changed is because the rich and the corporations are the ones that have the influence when it comes to Washington, D.C. So why on earth would the politicians ever want to consider changing a system to make it more equitable for everyone involved? That's a real problem. Uh, Green Space Guy on Twitter, uh, I just think I, I was upset when Romney's tax return came out. And I just, that was a, probably the wrong reaction to it. Tim, don't worry but, about well, it. I appreciate the I, call and the, the talk tonight. Uh, Thank just you. Just one comment yeah. on Romney's return real quick. quick. Uh, his tax return from last year means nothing if he doesn't release it at least three, four years ago, because he can amend that tax return in the next three years. Hmm. And if he pays tax now, he can get it back as a refund in the next 36 months. Thanks for the call, Tim. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Thank you very much. 855-450-FREE. I think there's an important thing to talk about with Romney's tax return, and I agree with the the gentleman here, that Romney has made money on what is essentially, you know, or the, uh, you know, these uh, dividends, uh, you know, his money was as an investment, um, and Mm -hmm. it came back, and it comes back at a lower rate. But he gets a percentage of other people's money that he invests, and that in, in really is, that's, those are wages. That's not a um, you know a, those are that's not investment monies. I understand why investment money is is a lower tax rate because well you know why would if you're going to uh, you know if you're you're going to put your money into something you're going to take this risk why would you do it if you know you're going to be hit for thirty seven percent or whatever thirty five percent when you you know get get your money out you get the capital gains on it so I understand that but in Romney's case particularly with the kind of business that Bain Bain Capital is. 
you know, he, the money that he made, he made as a percentage of other people's money that he invested, and he got it as capital gains uh, under capital gains, and that's that's wrong. It should come in under wages. That's unfair itself. Um, you know, when you're talking about corporations like GE and that kind of thing, hey, you know, it's the tax code that has driven those uh, companies out of the United States. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you can't you can't raise the taxes on them and expect things to go better. Let's talk to Bob listening in Michigan and Jackson to WKHM. Hello, Bob. How you guys doing? Super. I get kind of sick and tired of, uh, of people saying that the rich doesn't pay their fair share. You know, it, I'm no way a rich person, you know, make fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year. But what's going to happen when I am told after the rich exhaust all their money that I am told that, uh, uh, you guys still there? Yeah, yeah right here. here. Sure. Oh, okay. That I'm, that I'm told that I have to start paying for illegal aliens that were, uh, immigrants that come across the border and pay for their kids and whatnot. But, I wonder uh, about this, back- though, just before you go on, um, you know, so somebody comes, somebody's born in, uh, you know, Ciudad Juarez, and they decide to go to work in Brownsville. Um, why in the, you know, I get why you shouldn't have to pay for those people's, uh, you know, medical medicine or their education or anything like that. But why should you have to pay for somebody who was born in Brownsville who decides to work in Brownsville? I mean, why is it that you, do, you, do you believe that you should have to pay? welfare, education, and all these other things for free people in the United States, but you shouldn't have to pay for people who come to the United States illegally? No, I shouldn't have to pay for people that can't get up out of bed and right. uh, seven in the morning go to work. You so know, it's I'm really not about where somebody surgery. was born. It's about handouts. It's about handouts and yeah. making them lazy. I mean, the government does make everybody lazy. You give somebody, if you had a brother that was on heroin, you're not going to give your brother $100 a day because you love them. Yeah, no doubt about it. Bob, you can stick with us. I'll bring you back here in a moment. I didn't, uh, you know, I don't know if you got enough time to say what you needed to. So stick with us here. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. Uh, Time for you and your thoughts. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. 1-855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Talk Live, toll-free number, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place you can go. And all the features there, we give them away. So enjoy over at freetalklive.com and get signed up for our news updates. We can email them to you or you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook, whichever method works best for you. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up there. That's news.freetalklive.com. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. To be free today, you'd need a boat. Not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, can even grow some of its own food. It has a shallow draft to be able to get a four-wheel drive car or SUV onto shore. With a life yacht, 
You can live free of nearly any government intrusion and have a seashore home anywhere in the world. You get some kind of trouble from the local bureaucrats about parking your life yacht in the, the local bay, you can just weigh anchor and trundle on your way. You could be involved for as few as $1,000 in the commitment of as little as eight months. To find out more, go to ericsoncouncil.com. It's ericsoncouncil.com. It's like Leaf Erickson, ericsoncouncil.com. All right, let's go back to Bob listening in Michigan, WKHM in Jackson. Go ahead, Bob. I want to make sure you get your thoughts out. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, before I go to the part about the senators, why I called in, I want to talk to the people out there about rich people. Okay, let's take you two guys. You guys have a talk show, and within a year, you know, you guys are poor or, or middle class right now. And then within a year, you guys are hitting on all cylinders. And then you get all these sponsors that wants to be on your show, and then there's not enough time. So then you guys become millionaires overnight. Now you have your families on each side of you guys, 50 family members. Now they're all wanting you guys to pay their bills, to buy their houses, to buy their cars. And why should you guys have to go out and... and Take your hard work and your money that you make and help support your family. That's kind of how I feel about no, people. No that. one should be forced to do anything against their will. Uh, I would much rather be happy with supporting people on a voluntary basis. Like I give money to the local homeless shelter. Yeah. I give money to the uh, you know the local, local uh, United Way, etc. Um, but no one, whether they're rich or poor or or not or somewhere in between or whatever, no one should be forced to uh, to pay anybody uh, taxes. The suggestion always is that the government has somehow set up some system that you are able to get through which you are able to get rich. But I would actually posit the opposite. That the government has set up a system that has made it difficult for people to do well, Absolutely. difficult for people to move from the lowest income brackets into the middle income brackets and therefore up to the, the higher income brackets. Most people do tend to move up over time, but they move up by working for other people, not for working for themselves. And working for yourself really is the way that one truly does see success in That's this true. world. That's true. If I wanted to own a radio station, it would be next to impossible for me because of all the, the fees involved and the lawyers that you need in the, the hoops that the government um, wants you to jump through. Starting a business like that is very, very difficult. So I went a different route. Uh, my whole my whole adult life, I've been working kind of you know underground slash without governmental permission. And thank goodness for it, because I agree with you, Mark, that the system is designed to keep poor people poor, and it's designed to transfer wealth from uh, just you know, about everybody's poor when they're eighteen years old. It is designed to transfer wealth from most people to the select few, and the select few are the people in government and their friends and their buddies. Bob, you've got well, to get your thoughts out about the senators quickly. Go ahead. Okay, the senators, um, you know, I have a problem with all these senators. They they get out there, whether they're browbeating uh, the Ford and Chevy and Chrysler or the tobacco companies. They get up there, and they go and pass all these bills, make all these corporations wealthy because of the bills they pass, the laws they pass, and then they have the right to go and buy stock within that company because they know that company, whether it's ABC company, is going to grow thousand percent so they go and buy stock and this is how these senators become millionaires that's absolutely no true about it. 60 and minutes has had a special on this and it it absolutely is true or uh, conversely they can bet against these companies that they know are going to be affected by short regulate selling them. yeah um so i mean great run. point thank you bob they for making it coming and going appreciate your call at 855-450-FREE let's continue on here with carson listening in ohio you're on free talk live carson yes i'm here what's on your mind tonight carson um, first of all, I just always wanted to say this. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> it's so cliche, Carson, but I'm glad you got to say it. the first time you've heard that 
So I'm glad you humored me. Go ahead. What's on my mind is healthcare. And I always said I was going to call into your show when an issue got me so upset that it overcame my fear of sounding like an idiot on the radio. Here you are. Go ahead. Here I am. Um, I just think that I'm going through a situation, and I'm not going to get into too many details, where I'm having a medical procedure that is necessary because of an accident. All right. No crime committed, no nothing. And um, I found out that, uh, thank goodness, Medicaid is going to cover the procedure because I'm broke. I'm poor, mm-hmm. poor college student. And I found out that after I leave the facility, there is absolutely nothing. They send me out with a prescription, a pat on the back, and a hope you do well, champ. And I really, I am a college student. I am trying to get my life together. Made some bad choices, but who didn't? Mm-hmm. And I just find it disturbing that there is nothing out there for me, someone who's trying to get their life together, but for people who take advantage of the system, who work the system, they get this wonderful government medical medical insurance that our Congress people, our servants, they work for us, get wonderful medical insurance, and I don't. And I think it's time that you know, people wake up and realize, as Chris Rock said in the movie Head of State, that ain't right. No doubt about it, Carson. I, I can understand your frustration, and it, it has to be difficult, especially when it seems like the system is so cold and callous and uncaring, uh, and in many ways it, it absolutely is. It's not to say that everybody within it is is that way. Yes. Uh, I, some of the people in the system have been very helpful in finding unique ways to kind of massage me through, get me into some programs with some qualifications that, you know, nothing illegal or wise told, but just all I can say is, if you can't get help within the system, uh, start reaching out to community organizations. Uh, you know, different uh, groups like the Shriners or the yes. you know the uh, they, uh, the people at the hospital I'm at have been really good about putting me in touch with some organizations. That's good to know. I'm glad and, to hear that because the, it's the hospital folks that are really going to be the ones that uh, that care. Yeah. And, and, of course, a lot of hospitals also have charity yeah. wings uh, as well. And I, I, I wish you the best of luck, and I thank you for the call and the story tonight wanted- at, uh, at 855. Sorry, we got a bunch of people here that want to talk. 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number here, including Mike listening to XM in Arkansas. Yeah. Mike. You're yeah, I'm a truck driver. Uh, I can relate to government <laughs> regulations, and but anyway... Uh, but I was going to talk about uh, people doing something about their situation by running for Congress. Most of us would get assassinated, you know, if we tried to change the the, the, the way things were done. Do you really think that's true? I mean, Ron Paul isn't dead yet. Yeah, but somebody like me, I don't have. I, I, I'm I'm known for telling it how it is, and he, he can't hurt. So me is Ron Paul. We'll bring you back here in a moment, Mike, if you'd like, because I'd like to have you explain to me why it is that you would be assassinated, but Ron Paul, who's in the currently in the character presidential assassinations, race, I'll, I'll go for that. Currently in the uh, presidential race and has a- appeared in multiple debates, expressing a very principled ideas of liberty, has not yet been taken out. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number 855-453. Still time for you and your thoughts. 1-855-450-3733. Live Saturday edition of this program. And here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And, of course, we'll continue here uh, with your calls in a moment. But want to let you know, if you are a cigarette smoker, I have a solution for you. Because cigarettes, they got some real problems. I mean, yeah, they deliver nicotine to you to satisfy whatever urges it is you might have. But there are other ways to deliver nicotine that don't involve patches or gum or whatever. They actually have e-cigarettes now, vaporizers. It's not even smoke. It's vapor. It's much better for you. It than has smoke. Uh, nicotine, but it doesn't have all those other chemicals, uh, carcinogens in them. Right. They're not, like twenty-two thousand times healthier. It than doesn't have cigarette. the stink. It doesn't have the cost. I mean, it's just the way to go. It's a no-brainer. And they're really tasty. They've got different flavors as well. So you can switch to the vaporizer from uh, Vaporsmith's, the e-cigarette there, and you can do it for relatively low cost. A pack-a-day smoker, you're going to save $120 a month if you use the e-cigarette from Vaporsmith's.com. So already you're going to save money. You're going to smell better. Your clothes aren't going to reek. Uh, your house isn't going to stink. This thing is it's, it's amazing. And, you know, it may even help you uh, health-wise as well. Certainly, you can, uh, you can use it to quit. You can step down the amount of, uh, I guess, the, uh, the amount of nicotine in each of these cardamizers. If that that's you what you use. want to do. But, I mean, when you're not inhaling all that smoke, some people just don't choose to quit. Right. You could, like I said, you could use it to quit. Or you can just use it to change your habit into something that's a little bit more pleasant. Uh, you won't have to go outside anymore to use your nicotine. You'll be able to just sit in, in most places. There aren't rules against using an e-cigarette because... Again, it's not smoke. If you're sitting across the table from me, Mark, as you are right now, if you were using your e-cigarette, which you're not allowed to do because you're on the air, it would not uh, upset me at all. It would not do anything. I could, I wouldn't even be able to smell it from, no, from where I am. So uh, go to Vaporsmith.com. Get a free e-cigarette. Get two free e-cigarettes right. in their standard starter kit. You get two of them and the charger. That way there's always one that's charged up. Uh, and as long as you purchase 40 cartomizers or more, you'll get the free standard starter kit. Plus free shipping on all orders over 60 bucks. And if I'm not mistaken, the 40 cartomizers put you over the $60 threshold. So right. you will automatically get free shipping with that deal. And all you have to do is remember coupon code FTL to get that free standard starter kit with the 40 cartomizers or more. Or more. Coupon code FTL at Vaporsmiths.com. 855-2-GET-VAPOR is their number. That's 855-2-GET-VAPOR, vaporsmiths.com. And we go back to the phones and your thoughts. Mike is back with us in Arkansas. Truck driver had some thoughts. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Well, uh, well, that's for now. They're going to outlaw that because there's always somebody that don't want to see other people enjoying anything. Yeah, that, I think <laughs> they've absolutely uh, outlawed it in some places. Some, some. Uh, I think Boston has been terrible about right. it. Right, Boston is, uh, is I think, one of the first places to uh, to try to outlaw But them. they don't have a leg to stand on, and when somebody brings this to a uh, court, it's going to pretty much, their little house of cards is going to fall in. I don't know about that, Mark. Who'd want to live there anyway? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, back to my point. I, I don't think any elected official should get any retirement compensation at all. But they they didn't to start with. No, well, I agree with that. I don't think there's you're, you're, there shouldn't be any sort of pensions for elected officials. I agree completely. Up here in New Hampshire, uh, it's a hundred dollars per year is what they get paid, and then that's that. And when they're done, they're done, and, and it's over. But let's go back to the assassination issue because you said you believe that if I'm talking about the first time I brought that up and tried to push that through, somebody in Congress would hire somebody to kill me. You know, I understand the paranoia. They certainly are a violent group of people, and they are inclined to hurt peaceful people. And that, so, I get the paranoia. But how do you explain why Ron Paul hasn't been iced yet? I mean, he's been in Congress uh, for decades. And... Yeah, but he's not. He's not pushed anything. He's not. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's always just... talking about rolling back the government. Well, he's. I think the answer is is there's no chance that Ron, any of Ron Paul's stuff is going to go through. So therefore, they don't consider him a threat in the but, same way that they wouldn't consider this gentleman a threat because the other four four hundred and thirty four guys are not or people are not going to vote for uh, getting rid of their pensions and oh, health care yeah, and stuff. That's what I'm saying. And Ron Paul probably wouldn't vote for it either. Yep, that's two. Now you've got two. Oh you, wait, you don't you think just, Ron Paul would vote to get rid of pensions? Oh, I. Th- no, not oh, I his think own. He what? Yeah. Yeah, of course he would. He has. He actually refuses okay. to take the government's uh, medical care from okay. from what isn't that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So thanks, Mike, for the call. I appreciate it, man. Eight five five four fifty free. The SACL CAI toll free line here. So uh, yeah, Ron I mean, Paul. I mean, if Ron, if Ron Paul is a threat to the status quo, and I think he is, then uh, you know if they, they could take him out if they're so powerful, and and they are. You know, the, there's these conspiracy theorists who believe that you know, the world is controlled by an evil secret cabal of bankers who wants to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, if they're so evil and so controlling, why haven't they taken out Ron Paul? He is a danger. He is the focal point of all of the entirety of the liberty movement. I mean, it would be it would be a huge coup for them to uh, to take out Ron Paul. Now, the conspiracy theorist answer is – the proper answer to this question is, well, then everyone would know. I mean, if they took out Ron Paul, then everyone would know that there's some kind of conspiracy. So if going these are powerful on, right? people. Why not just run him over with a truck? Exactly. That's a, that's a good response to the conspiracy theorist answer. As well, yeah, they I could mean, do it very secretively. You don't have they to could put, poison him. You for don't have instance. to double tap him in the heart and the head or anything like that. You could, you know, do whatever. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. I think it's pretty unlikely that uh, it, that they're going to kill you if you get involved to, in the in the system. I, I get that they want to protect their system, uh, but. It doesn't seem like they're willing to go that far in most cases. Anyway, let's continue here. Uh, let's talk to Julio, listening in uh, to Tennessee's or to XM in Tennessee. Julio, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Hey, super. What's on your mind? Um, about uh, there was a gentleman talking about uh, um, taxes and uh, inequality and user fees. Yes, sir. And uh, and I, what I would like to know about that is that uh, I guess you don't realize that Mick Romney or any rich person for that matter, uh, paid 35% on the income. Then on top of that, when he uh, invested that money, he paid 15, 15% on the uh, on the money he was making out of that, uh, risking it whether he lose it or, or, or not. And then he not realized also that, that, that he paid more taxes than 97% of the rest of the people. Yeah, in dollars and, and cents, sure. I think, exactly. I'd say it's probably even higher than that. that. How about the 47% that don't pay any federal taxes at all and use a lot more? It's higher than the, that. The, Actually, it's, the number's higher than that. It's about 47% that file 
federal income tax forms that don't pay federal income tax. But you have to consider that there's another 40% of people that don't even file taxes, uh, the, the tax forms. So the number of people that actually pay federal income tax is about 28% of the population. And then on top of that, there's people that, that live out of the government, don't work at all, and get money, free money, from the government out of welfare That's... on top of that. So we talk about equality. How about a, a flat tax for everybody? So everybody will be – what do they call equality? Uh, if you make more, you have to give them half of the money, while like half of the people don't, don't, don't pay any taxes? That's what I don't understand. Well, I would and, agree and with you. If you're, if you're going to have a tax, and I don't think that we should, but if you're going to, it makes sense to have it uh, fair and you know, across the, the same amount, rather. But there are the lots board. of different taxes, and the income tax is supposed to be based on oh, yeah. income. Um, so, you know, that's, it's a progressive tax in that sense. And the very poorest people don't have to pay income tax, although they do pay lots of other different types of taxes. Lots of people fixate on the income tax as if it is the only thing that uh, the federal government government runs on but it's nothing like that in 2008 when ron paul ran for president and this guy would know um, he said that if you got rid of the irs and all its revenue the government would shrink to 1997 levels that's in 2008 so i would suggest that if you got rid of the irs now that maybe you're talking about it shrinking to say your 2000 level i thought the government was too big in 1997 i thought it was too big in the year 2000 and i think it's too big today so i I think you could just get rid of income tax entirely and you wouldn't have this dispute Mm -hmm. Exactly, and and, uh, and the thing about about uh, uh, user fees, uh, um, who uses the most services? The the, the so-called rich or, or 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 the poor, for example. I don't think that you know that they they they, they use this. For example, uh, 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 public schools. Uh, um, well, it's hard to it's hard to say who uses the most services. I mean, it would be impossible to really calculate that because if you think about it, like uh, companies like Texaco, for instance, are using a whole lot of services in the you know like the form of the military going around the world and killing people and securing oil fields and such for them. And that's that's it's pretty hard to really compare that to it's difficult to somebody going and getting a welfare check. It's free talk live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want if you're already on hold, that is. If you didn't get in yet tonight, that's okay. We do it seven nights a week. You can join Mark for the live Sunday edition of the program tomorrow night. Indeed. And if you don't get the live Sunday show on your local radio station, well, give them a call and tell them you want to hear more Free Talk Live. And if you don't get Free Talk Live at all on your local radio station, give them a call and ask them when they're going to get Free Talk Live. So, little phone call, positive phone call, never hurts. In fact, it could be the call that makes the difference so you never know uh so not going to give you the number now because phones are loaded up with people that want to get on here but uh, we do want to tell you about what's coming up in about a month's time which is for those of you that love liberty that is uh you want to come to the free state projects liberty forum february 23rd through the 26th you don't want to miss this because it's going to be packed full of hundreds of people who love the ideas of freedom and not only that or 
well, interested in actually doing something about it. We were talking earlier tonight about when people are going to get fed up. What can they do? Well, a bunch of these people are already fed up, and they are already doing something. Many of them have made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project in order to get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime, and they've been active in many different ways, everything from getting active in politics to doing non-cooperation and civil disobedience, creating media, and more. And you're going to be able to experience a lot of that uh, coming up here at the New Hampshire Liberty Forum. There will be everything from panel discussions to keynote speeches, dinners, luncheons, after-hours parties, and maybe, from what I hear, there might be a 420 celebration at some point outside oh of the hotel. Uh, what goes on inside the hotel is a whole other question, and uh, you, if you're there, you'll experience that. Go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum, uh, freestateproject.org slash libertyforum, and if you sign up with coupon code FTL2012, you'll save 10% on the registration fee. That's FTL2012 as a coupon code, and the website freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Let's talk to Val in India, uh, Indiana. Val, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi there. Hey, Val. Uh, I was called to talk about the IRS taxes. Uh, Go ahead. Well, people called in tonight uh, talking about the taxes, and uh, they they just don't realize uh, who's got to pay the tax and who doesn't. Tell me basically, more. Basically, the uh, tax. Yeah. I said, tell me more. Go ahead. Basically, the taxes are uh, very limited in their scope. Uh, they only apply to foreigners, foreign corporations, and uh, money withholdings that are making a profit inside the United States. Uh, most people don't realize that uh, the income tax is quite constitutional and it only applies to them or United States citizens working outside the United States and living abroad. Val, how long have you not been paying uh, federal income tax? I stopped back in 1989 when I started realizing what the tax code was all about. Did they ever come after you for it? Well, you know, that's pretty fortunate because there have been a lot of people who've been, say, advocating these ideas similar to what you've been putting forth. Uh, People like Irwin Schiff or Larkin Rose uh, who've ended up in jail uh, because of it. So I agree with you that, you know, if you read these tax laws, it can be very, very persuasive. Like Larkin Rose, who we've interviewed on this program before, uh, he, I believe, was coming from that perspective that uh, the income tax is voluntary and he had done all this research and had written books and, and made videos about it. And they came after him anyway, uh, because they can do whatever it is they want to. It doesn't matter what it is you, you know, what what your interpretation of the tax law is. What matters is what a man in a robe says, ultimately. And the men in the robes tend to uh, err on the side of going up against the government. But hey, I'm with you, dude. I don't pay them either. And I think that uh, people who love freedom should stop paying them, because if enough people stopped paying them, then they would have nothing. Yep, I I first started by uh, learning about Larkin Rose, as a matter of fact. Uh, Dave Champion, though, uh, Dave Champion, he woke me up the rest of the way. Okay. Well, again, there's a lot of gurus out there, and I thank you, Val, for the, the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. There are a lot of gurus out there. I don't know if Champion's gone to jail yet, but maybe it's just a matter of time. Who knows? Um, Larkin Rose went to jail for a couple years, and it, you know, it doesn't mean that he loves the federal government now. He's as radical as he's, he's more, even more radicalized than, uh, than he's been in the past, and he's a great speaker, and he's still putting out uh, excellent YouTube videos and has written some fantastic books. Uh, one of them, as my favorites, is The Most Dangerous Superstition which I highly recommend. read that one while I was in jail recently. So, uh, yeah, For ultimately, ultimately, if you stand up, there is always that chance that they will come after you and they will hurt you and hurt you and your family. That's why more people need to stand up together and 
presumably the best place to do that would be here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project where other people who love liberty are moving to. Because the excuse that, well, I don't want to stand up because they're scary, because they might hurt me, is a perfect reason why you need to stand up. Because if you just keep your head down, if you just try to keep your head in the sand and try to pretend like, well, maybe if I'm quiet and I don't speak out, then they'll leave me alone, then you're essentially doing uh, what Pastor Martin Niemöller wrote about in the, the 19, uh, during the World War II times when uh, he wrote that first they came for the communists, and I wasn't a communist, so I didn't stand up. Uh, or didn't speak out, and then they came for the trade unionists, and then they came for the gypsies or whatever, and, and you know I didn't speak up, and then finally they came for me, and then there was no one left. So if you're so concerned that the government's so scary as to why that's your reason for not doing anything, then you need to reassess yourself and reassess the situation, because what kind of world are you creating through your inaction for the future of your children, your grandchildren? Think about that. Let's continue here with Mike listening to XM Satellite Radio in Missouri. Mike, go ahead. Oh, thank you for taking my call. I uh, just want to make this quick, uh, two little comments, basically. Uh, one happened back in 1994, 95. I was working for a company, and we were talking about taxes here, and, and I got a I got a raise. And the first paycheck after the raise, my, my income was lower because it bumped me up into the next tax bracket. Actually, I had to go back to my boss and beg him to get rid of, take the raise away. That happened to my mom, so too. Until I could get a big enough raise to where it was even worth worth making the money. Wow. Um, you know, and and the other th- another real quick comment is is this: the last time a state actually tried to stand up to the federal government was back in the 1860s, and we saw what happened. With well, that, that was a violent uh, attempt at secession. And I think if you had a peaceful attempt at secession, it would go a little bit differently, especially considering the way information can travel today. First step, don't shoot at them. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Mike, thanks for the call tonight. And again, there's that. There's the fear. Well, last time they, they got in a fight and it was, it was bloody and 600,000 people died. Well, yeah, that's true. But as you pointed out, Mark, you know, they shot at a fort. <laughs> so, uh, again, violence isn't the solution. Now, I'm not saying that the the fort should have been there or any of those things. I, I think that uh, you know that the federal government should have gotten off those out of, out, of, out of the fort that was in those that, you know that sovereign country, but they didn't, and they were certainly attempting to sort of goad the South into something. The South, the South was spoiling for a fight. They got one and they lost. If enough, that's what happens when you want to fight. You're going to get one, yep. If enough people, on the other hand, peacefully non-cooperate with the state government people or the federal government people, then there's not much that they can do. Let's continue here with Mike, another Mike, listening in Alabama in Huntsville to WBHP. Hello, Mike. Hi. Actually, I'm in Mobile, but that's okay. Oh, Uh, so you're listening to WAVH then. Go ahead. uh, Yeah, uh, 106.5. Excellent. uh, Talk, actually. But uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was was the taxes and and. Just, just my little take on it was, you know, it was always meant income tax was always meant to be temporary, always. They never <laughs> even said a level four. Well, that's what they said. Yeah, that's they say they that said. about all the government programs, right? Exactly, and that's what that's what I'm trying to say. But you know, and, and they knew it wasn't going to be because they never they could never set a ceiling. They there was arguments when it first came in about setting the ceiling like two or three percent, and you know, of course the the. The senators and the congressmen didn't want that because they didn't want to. They didn't want to put themselves in handcuffs to where they couldn't 
I thought I thought the argument was over whether it was going to be ten percent, and they're like, "We'll never go that high. If we set yeah, a ceiling oh, at ten percent, yeah. so, so, then we'll rush then up to it." And then somebody brought it, and then somebody brought in the fact, "Well, let's keep it at three percent." Then they said, "Oh no, we don't want to do that." You know, mm-hmm. so so they never set a level. But uh, uh, like hearing hearing the other guys before, uh, a flat tax would you know something a user end tax rather than an income tax because then people get uh, you know certainly I don't care what the guy next to me makes, I, I don't care. And and honestly, 10% is 10%. If you take 10% of a dollar, it's 10 cents. If it's 10% of $100, it's $10. 10% is 10%. That, that would be the fair, the most equitable way to do this. Equitable. Equitable is Everybody right t- pays 10%, is that what you're saying? Well, not even not even that. Whatever set that is, but don't pay it on the income side. You pay it on the user inside oh, I see like a then everybody tax. then everybody is taxed well, I, th- I think that there's, uh, you know, I, I see the the the, the idea that I, I understand where you're trying to move the deck chairs in this case. Uh, is the suggestion is that we would we don't want to penalize people making money. Making money's good because you're providing services. You want to if you're going to penalize something, penalize spending. And you know, I I think and, that and then people and then people can choose if they want to spend six hundred dollars on that object, knowing that they have to pay. But what I'd rather do, I mean, what this still feeds into is the idea that there's one organization, a monopoly, and that monopoly is okay. And as far as I'm concerned... Oh, certainly no. Certainly no. The IRS is, and and even, and especially with Obamacare, for crying out loud, that thing's supposed to be burgeoning into some... Uh, you know, three-headed snake. How you know what I wish, Mike, happen? was that. And thanks for the call tonight. I wish that there was a, there was. I wish there was as much effort, money, and time spent on promoting the idea of secession as there is on promoting the idea of a flat tax. That seems a little more valuable to me. Let's just get rid of the federal government entirely and have fifty different states competing. That sounds a lot better to me. See you tomorrow night online. In the meantime, freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.